Hey everybody, welcome to the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. Thanks for staying with us through the intro and into the break. Really glad to be with you. We've got a good show for you. We've got uh, Bob Griswold on and we're going to be talking about, uh, well, the dangers that lie ahead for America. And uh, I had written uh, a rather superficial, let's touch the surface article on what could be coming. I asked Bob to look at that and use that as a basis for his opinion on what's coming on. And we're not looking necessarily for agreement. We're looking at that article as a matter of springboard for discussion. And uh, I think you're going to find this to be a little more than enlightening. And one of the things I'll say before we go into our, our, our commercial break here is that when the Chinese show up, and mark my words, they're coming. When they show up, they're not going to care if you're a liberal. They're not going to care if you're black, white, if you're uh, a transsexual, if you're gay, straight, an immigrant, and doesn't matter. If you're on the streets of America, they want to kill you. That is their entire objective. And we're going to be kind of proceeding down that line, too, as well. And then it's funny, I, I think this is such an easy point to adhere to and listen to, but most people don't seem to get it. Anyway, we're brought to you by the best durable food company in the world, MPS. And ladies and gentlemen, in this time of food supply chain disorders, in this time of Bill Gates being the largest owner of farmland in America, and he wants to do away with the sun coming to the earth, he are, chemtrails already account for an 18% reduction in sunlight reaching the earth. And that's a statistic from 20 years ago. Uh, it's going to get a lot worse if we let these people have their way. But you know what? Here's your insurance policy. Storable food. How much do you need? Well, FEMA and DHS say six months. A lot of the experts say two years plus seeds. You know, right now, that two years is probably not surmountable if you haven't started or if you don't have very much. 10% of Americans couldn't make it to six months, according to the data. Don't be one of those people. You get 2,000 calories per day with MPS. You get great diversity of food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and lots of choice. And also, too, it's going to last 25 years. This is where you want to be. And there are specials. And you can find out about those when you go to preparewithdave.com. And don't let the grass grow under your feet on this one. Because if the dollar hyperinflates, if the government seizes control of food, as I believe they will in a crisis that they're losing control, you do not want to be the victim of what happened to people in the Ukraine decades ago under Stalin. You want to have your storable food in place. Preparewithdave.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's nothing worse than uh, losing communications. And as you know, we're, we're looking at uh, sat phones as an alternative to this. And there are many other alternatives out there as well, too. But uh, we have looked at sat phones and this particular sat phone from the satellite phone store. We believe this is really one of the ways to go. It's not the only way to go. But it's the way to go if they shut down cell phone communication, which I believe they will in full-blown martial law. And I think it's something you need to take a hard look at, something that we're doing here in our family because my greatest fear is being separated. And you remember the interview I did with John Moore, and I said, John, what was your greatest fear in combat? The ex-Green Beret told me, Dave, it's when we lost communications. He said, we were totally in trouble. Don't be in that particular boat. How, here's how you find out more about the sat phone. 855 980-5830-855-980-5830. Those are our two sponsors for this particular program. We like to tell you about what 
is behind this show, who sponsors us at the beginning. Then we have a full shot to the end of the hour. Bob, welcome to the show. Um, it's uh, great to have you on the radio side. And I wanted to get you on radio because we haven't been here for a while. We've been doing almost exclusively television. Uh, we've still got a pretty healthy audience radio-wise. Let's go on to our podcast as well. And so, Bob, I really wanted to give this show maximum exposure in a lot of different venues. So uh, I trust you read my article yesterday, um, which what amounts to part one of the takedown of America. Yes, I did, Dave. And just just your introduction, I'm telling you, I could talk on that for two hours. Let's just say the Ukraine, what was called, and I actually would recommend people to look it up, was called a holodomer. Um, and it was a it was a extinction level event that Stalin planned for the people of the Ukraine. Millions, tens of millions of people died. He burned their fields. There was no food left, and it was a planned extinction of those people. Now we know today, just from reading the writings of uh, the, the the world's lunatics, you know those in charge, that they have a planned extinction of us. And the easiest way to do it is by food. Um, it's been used throughout history, sieges, people ran out of food, they starved to death. Even the biblical um, stories of uh, women, um, how do you say this politely? They would uh, eat their own children. Um, that's in the Bible, Dave. But the holodomer, look it up. It, is, it was absolutely catastrophic what happened to the people of the people of the Ukraine. And again, that's just one of the many, many incidences throughout history where governments, um, what do they call it, democide, death by government, where the hmm. government has, um, you know, orchestrated the extinction of people. Dave, you know, I, I'm going to turn this right real quick back to the perspective that anyone who wants to survive this is going to have to have. And that is a, this, the, the, the Christian gospel. And I go back to Psalm 91. And no matter what we have, no matter how much stuff we have, if we are not dwelling in the shadow, the secret place of the Most High, and abiding under his shadow, it's going to be difficult to survive. We need divine protection in our lives, in our families, in our communities, more than anything else and more than ever since the days of Noah. Um, you can have all the stuff you have, all the stuff you think you need, physical stuff, but we need that divine protection on our lives. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Now just think of God being your fortress. Um, I will trust in him. And so it says he'll deliver us from the, from the evil and the pestilence and all these other things as we, as we read that. But um, we see the, the world right now, Dave, um, uh, lining up for a genocide of which it, we, we've never seen in the history of the world. Um, it's not that men are more wicked than they were 50, 100, 200 years ago. There's always been human wickedness, human depravity, you know, murder, all these things. But the technology that we now possess gives these lunatics in charge the ability to, uh, you know, cause extinction-level events on humanity. You know, I, I remember uh, 10 years ago, uh, I think Steve was, I, I don't remember, I think Steve, I know Steve was one of the first ones I heard talk about it, Steve Quayle, um, the Deagle Report, and how it showed that, you know, the United States population would be reduced by 200 million people. 
Well, I, I know you did, and I know other people didn't, because we just knew we know history, we know biblical history. Um, but a lot of people looked at you and kind of gave you that, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you know, you know, like, you, what are you, what have you been smoking? You're out of your mind. Two hundred million people in the United States dead. How would you accomplish that? Well, Dave, as we as these days that we're in now, that these tribulation days go on, we are seeing the, the real possibility that that is going to actually happen. And it's. And I read your article, which was very well, very well written, and I recommend that people read that. But it is. It's that is not even just the tip of the iceberg. That's the very, very tip of the iceberg. What we see above water. Um, because what the Chinese have successfully done in the United States is none other than an act of war. It's an act of treason on the par- part of our leaders that have allowed it to happen. I could pick just one thing, Dave, fentanyl. The Chinese have brought fentanyl into this country by the ton, and they have taken maybe 100,000 fighting-age men out of the ability to go into the military because they're addicted to fentanyl, and you can't have soldiers addicted on the battlefield. Um, and, and so that's just one thing that they've done. How much poison dog food, radioactive drywall, sub, you know, construction materials that aren't – I mean it just – the list goes on and on. Uh, toxic paints on child's, children's toys, you know, um, sperm-reducing chemicals in, 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 in their food so we can't reproduce. Dave, it, it, it's, it is so large. It, it's hard even – I think even probably for some of the most professional analysts that work in in this field to get a a total grasp of what the Chinese have successfully done in the United States. And they've been able to do it because, again, our our nation has sold out to them. The leaders, I mean, Mitch McConnell, I mean, good grief, we know he's married to. I mean, and again, over and over and over again, we see Chinese honeypots, um, you know, accessing some of our, you know, highest leaders, and they're falling for it, sex, drugs, money. Um, And and so what you wrote, Dave, is – I would say very, very mild in, the, in, 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 in view of what, is, what reality is. On top of that, Dave, we are facing the perfect storm. I mean, our economy is crumbling. The, the, our system, um, we have so many system vulnerabilities, banking, uh, food. I mean, you know, the Chinese own a large portion of U.S. agriculture. Employment, people losing jobs, people not having work people losing their homes, despair, suicide, the family breakup. I mean, you, you just think of the infrastructure, the United States. Uh, you know, they're talking about adding 100 million electric cars to the, to the power grid. You, you can't do it. The power grid can't support it. Uh, water, communication, roads. Um, you know, Rome built roads that lasted 2,000 years. We can't even build roads. I, I remember there's a section of uh, the interstate um, where I live that was recently paved, and you can't drive on the right side of the road very long because it is so bumpy. I mean, they just don't get it right for some reason. So the whole infrastructure of the United States is collapsing. And, and this goes, Dave, back to divine judgment. Um, I always like to go back to the book of Romans in, in uh, the Bible, the chapter 1, because it talks about God's abandoning of not only people, but it, it, it is an overarching thing of the God abandoning a nation. You know, first, we're given all levels of depravity, in which we've seen today. I mean, uh, I just watched the governor of Arkansas, I guess, allow, say that, you know, he vetoed a bill where puberty blockers would be illegal. I mean, a five-year-old can't make a decision to, you know, do many things by himself, but he can make a decision to take puberty blockers, and that's his right. I mean, this is national insanity. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just insanity to allow children like that to make a decision. They can't take an aspirin at school, but the, but the school could give them puberty blockers. So, Dave, what you wrote is just one facet of what America is facing today, and we're not going to survive this without something dramatically happening. And I think we're going to face a, a level event similar to what you mentioned, like what happened in the Ukraine, um, the Holodomor, mass starvation. The non-prepared, Dave, um, those who have not prepared themselves spiritually so that they understand the nature of God's judgment, and those that have not prepared physically, no food in the home, the electricity goes down, no clean water, um, those, that have, those that are on either opiates or psychotropic drugs, not being able to get those drugs anymore. The trauma is going to be unimaginable when it starts to happen. And then, you know, we've talked about this, this pandemic flu, but when, when the bodies really do start piling up and you can't deal with them, if 200 million people are going to die, um, you're going to have stench and unbelievable disease on a le level you can't even imagine. And this would all be in the Chinese interest because they still want our stuff. They just don't want the people. They want to get rid of the people and keep the stuff. And so that's what, that's what I think we're going to see, Dave. But um, reading your article, we have to understand, you know, yes, there are, there are Chinese troops in Mexico. There are Chinese troops in Canada. They're ready to pounce, um, although they're just waiting for one trigger event, and they'll come across the borders, and they'll pounce on us like you cannot believe. And believe me. You read the history of Asian wars, and they are ruthless people. I mean, you read um, just the, the Japanese during World War II, Unit 731, what they did there. It, it, it made what Hitler did in any of the, the concentration camps look mild um, uh, to what they did in, in that Unit 731. But uh, again, we, China is a nation that allows prisoners to be organ harvested. So they just – they'll do what they want. They're, they're, the moral code of the East – in China and those nations is nothing compared to what we used to have as the moral code in the United States. So when they come in, as you said, they don't care. They don't care what you are, what political party you are. If you are in their way of what they want, your property, whatever, your women, whatever that is, they're just going to kill you, and there will be no remorse whatsoever about it. And again, most people today, because the churches are so neutered, never hear these kind of messages of God's judgment on, on America. But let's just, Dave, just take a minute here, ask you some questions. Is Hollywood thoroughly infiltrated by the Chinese? Totally controlled. There is no totally question controlled. about it. So that's indoctrination, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Everything. I, I remember watching the, the Martian. Uh, the movie, uh, The Martian, and, and how it made the Chinese look so benevolent and willing to help us and save our astronaut, and, you know, America needed them. I mean, good grief. Do you think they'd really do that? No. I mean, you know, so Hollywood is totally controlled by the Chinese. Is our Congress controlled by the Chinese or our legislative branch of government? Yes, absolutely. Uh, is academia, Dave, is, is it controlled by the Chinese? Beyond belief particularly at the state schools. Um, agriculture. Do they own a lot of U.S. agricultural interests? Well, they not only own the interest, they own a lot of the shipping aspects of it, you know, the key points of delivery. So, I mean, you, you, we just mentioned, uh, you know, a large segment of what the United States needs to thrive. Not, not that we need Hollywood to thrive, but uh, it's the Go Joseph Goebbels thing, you know, that he gets to tell a lie. They, they get to tell a lie often enough, and America will believe it. 
um, and Congress. I mean, Chinese, the Chinese interests are definitely willing to line the pockets of our Congress people. Uh, they're definitely um, willing to put uh, sexual, gra- gra- you know, favor uh, to those who um, um, honor their interests. Um, academia, uh, again, those who educate our children and our uh, high schoolers, our, t- our young adults, a- a- educating them. Well, we just see, I mean, Dave, it, you don't need to be a, a, an analyst on, to look at it and say, man, a lot of these children are coming out very, very pro-Marxist out of schools. Um, that, that, I mean, it's, it's there. We see it. it, it you, don't, you don't have to be an analyst to figure it out. That's, that's right in front of our face. And so what you mentioned about the troops, the, the troops on the border are almost incidental. They'll be, they'll be the aftermath of because the battle will have already been won when they cross the border because they've won it in the areas that we just mentioned, indoctrination, legislation, education, you know, agriculture, all those things will have been compromised, and they'll do what, what they did. I mean, you know, you don't want to comply? We'll just burn your crops down. I mean, that's what Stalin did. He burnt the crops down, and you read the misery of the millions of people that died during that time in Ukraine. It's unbelievable, and, you know, we, we see that just as a side note, we see that going on again right now where Russia and the Ukraine could end up in a major war, if not a nuclear war, here in the very, very near future. I mean, things over Do you there, really think that will go nuclear or the interjection of NATO will make it go nuclear? Um, well, you know, the, the other night on the Russian TV, they were threatening nuclear. I mean, it, you, you know, you get to the point, and, and if you've ever been into a fight, that you, you really don't want to fight. But you've made so much bravado and so much gesture, and you can't be called that you're just bluffing. And so you stumble into it. Kennedy really played the Cuban Missile Crisis well because they could, we could have easily stumbled, stumbled into a global nuclear war during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, you know, the, the hatred between the Ukrainians and the Russians is there. Uh, animosity, all, all the elements are there for people to act irrationally. And, and again, you know, I remember in my high school years getting into fights I really didn't want to get into, but you're, you know, people were watching and you couldn't back down and you had to make sure you took it to the, 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 you know, the ground and you just got into a fight because you felt pressured into it. Um, I think that could easily happen between Russia and the Ukraine, that neither side can be seen as backing down because whatever side backs down, that government will be over with. Um, you know, even if, if Putin was seen as backing down as being weak against the Ukrainians, his government, I don't know if he could, you know, effectively stay in charge by tyranny, but um, it, it would effectively put a huge, huge dent in his power base. Um, so it, it, the danger, that's the danger in that day, in that whole scenario, is that can one side back down or does, do the, both of them have to be seen as, you know, winning the day? So uh, th- I think that's the real danger there. And, and you know, NATO enter if NATO enters it into the conflict, it, it would make it far worse. But yes, it could easily turn um, nuclear very quickly. And that's that's what people I, I think in the United States still don't grasp. We see the moral breakdown of our society. We see the interjection of communism in our society. We see these trillions of dollars being flooded into our economy. Dave, just. Just the price of bill. I have friends that are builders. They won't even quote a home right now because in six months they don't know how much the building material is going to cost. I mean, you know, a two by four, which was two bucks a couple years ago, is now seven dollars. I mean, you can't 
predict that. It's almost like Walmart in Germany where people had to go spend, spend their money in the morning before the afternoon because if they spent it in the afternoon, they would have lost half, their, half the value of that money. The inflation was so bad. I think we're heading to that Walmart Germany um, experience. They, they say there's no inflation, but anybody who goes shopping, gasoline. Gasoline's gone what, from about $1.95 a gallon to two seventy-five, three dollars $3 a gallon. Um, and yet we continually are told no inflation. Home prices are skyrocketing. And, Dave, if you live in a, in a rural area and people are buying property, I know Tennessee, Tennessee's a red state. People are flooding into Tennessee right now, which scares me because I don't know which, who, who's flooding into it. Um, but the property values here are skyrocketing. Um, but, again, we keep, we'll keep being told that there's no inflation. And just as a before this last $2 trillion was thrown into the economy, 40% of all the dollars that were in the economy were put in the last year. And now we're going to add another $2 trillion. So, and then he's talking about another big infrastructure project with more trillions of dollars. It's designed, Dave, to, to destroy the U.S. economy that we can't fight wars. Um, we won't be able to replace the, the parts, the ships, the planes, the, the bombs, we, we will not have the money to, to replace them. The, the cost of them will be yeah. so exaggerated, we just can't replace them. Um, on, on top of that, so much of the strategic um, you know, minerals that we get aren't even come from the United States. Some of them come from China. Um, we're in Afghanistan because that's where a lot of the rare earth minerals are at. And, and you know, we, we have to, if we have to start paying for those with real money, you know, if the dollar ever got uh, detached as the world's currency, we couldn't pay for that. And, Dave, at that point, at that point, you're going to see the non-prepared go absolutely crazy because in a few short days after that event, you're going to have hunger. Medical services will not be available. Gasoline will not be available. Electricity will become spotty. Um, Dave, you saw what happened in, California, um, in, in Texas during that last ice storm that they had down there. People with $5,000 electric bills for a few days' worth of electricity. Who can afford that? I mean, that's not – I'm not making that up. That's real. And so, you know, you, you go without those services, people will not be able to handle it. You, you know, the aged and infirm, those on CPAC machines, those that need, you know, electricity to stay alive, basically, or drugs to stay alive. I mean, just I, I take one medication, and I've just noticed that in the last six months, that medication has, I don't know, gone from, you know, $30 a month to $200 a month. Well, it's happening across the board. When we look at uh, the military aspect of it, that we can't maintain a fight, thank you, COVID. And who was behind COVID? Oh, you can't say it, but it came out of Wuhan. Isn't it amazing here that it's racist to say that the Chinese did this, but on the other side, we all know it came from China. It started in China. We covered it when it was in China, but somehow magically, it just showed up on our shores with no known origin. This was a deliberate attack upon the economy of the United States and the Democrats in deep state that are complicit in this three-headed dragon monster tore down this economy with the subsequent lockdowns. Well, and, and not only that, Dave, they've successfully infiltrated the military to tear it down. The military is more concerned about being woke than it is fighting battles. Yeah. Um, you know, I, please forgive me, but women cannot do the physical things that men can do. Maybe there's a few out there that can, that can do it, but on, a, on an average, you know, a man 
can carry another man out of a, a conflict, if, if he was wounded, could carry him out. Uh, a, a woman's not going to be able to pick up a 200-pound man and carry him to safety if he's wounded. You're just not going to be able to do it. So the, the woke movement has thoroughly infiltrated the military. Uh, again, I mean, pressure suits for pregnant women, flying fighter planes, um, you know, just any kind of any conservative whatsoever, if you have conservative or constitutional views, they want to expunge you out of the military. Um, what are we doing to the military? I mean, still, the F-35 still doesn't fly the way it should after spending, what, a trillion dollars on it. it, it there, there's so many things broken in the military right now that could we fight a protracted war anywhere on the globe? I mean, against another power, not not against Afghanistan or someone like that. But if we had to go into the Ukraine, if we had to go into Taiwan, you know, to defend the Taiwanese, um, could we fight that battle against China, um, especially keeping it non-nuclear? I mean, we might be able to do it if we went at nuclear, but then once that happens, then good grief. We all know where that's going to lead. That's going to lead to the death and destruction of uh, hundreds of millions of people, destruction of agriculture, destruction of infrastructure, electricity, water, all of it. And then, again, once that happens, all the non-prepared. And I'm going to use that word a lot because, Dave, the days are coming very shortly when the people who have poo-pooed your idea of getting two years worth of food or, or have done anything, but they might have satellite TV, they might have you know uh, all these other creature comforts, but they've neglected to, to uh, put aside the necessities of life for the luxury, in, instead purchasing the luxuries of life, those non-prepared people are not going to be able to cope with what is coming. Um, you know, watching children and wives and family get hungry with no food, uh, not being able to address cold winter nights. There's no electricity for heat. They don't have a wood stove. Um, the water could be con become contaminated uh, radiologically. Uh, China could easily come back into the United States at that point and exploit that by entering more lethal tox, uh, uh, you know, pathogens into our, our country. And again, no, nobody that, – that is the most um, unnoticeable type of warfare you can do because you don't see the germs. We never saw the Wuhan virus. We just saw what it did to the U.S. economy and to people. And so that's what we're facing, Dave. And I, and I take this all back to biblical history. This is what God does to nations that do what we're doing, that deny his laws, that deny his statutes. I mean, we've gone from a sexual revolution to a homosexual revolution, and now we're at the stage what Romans talks about, to national insanity. I mean, that's where our nation is right now, that we're arguing for things that are so empirically wrong. Yes, you can use any type of empirical evidence and science to prove that what you're saying is wrong, but we can't admit it. Like you said, we can't admit it's a Chinese virus because emotion takes over. And once emotion rules the argument of the day, we don't use science. We don't use empirical fact. We don't use mathematics. We don't use any of those to determine what truth and the right course are. We use emotion. Well, that's wrong because I feel it's wrong. You, you can't – Dave, a nation cannot survive just that one thing. It cannot survive that. It ha a nation has to you know, exist on truth and fact. If you want to make a nation exist on what you feel, that nation is going to quickly disappear um, in the dustbin of human history. Well, there's lots of historical precedent for what you're saying. There's absolutely no question about it, Bob. Whoops. Oh, we're getting a little interference here this morning. Um, 
that always happens here. Um, by the way, I set my cell phone down yesterday afternoon and it began calling the numbers in my phone. How does that happen? Well, we all know how it happens, Dave. I mean, um, is that some kind know, of accident, Bob? Well, we have the right to privacy in the United States. Well, we, yeah. we, uh, you to be secure in a paper's person's possessions. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, we, we there's Snowden. You know, he's these people that have revealed it are on the run. They can't, even though what they revealed is illegal activity by the government. The government still prosecutes them because it said it divulged national security. Nobody has any privacy left, Dave. And 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 again, um, if if people are enjoying this uh, podcast we're doing, uh, these days are numbered because we see that we see them attacking one person, one website, one idea after another, after another, after another. If if, if they can't, I mean, look at what they're doing to DeSantos right now. Um, and, and yet, the mass murdering sexual predator in New York, what is he going to get kicked out of office? No. Nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing. So the, the wicked get away with it. Um, I mean, you know, Como's nothing's going to happen to this guy. Um and so, you know, here here we are in this point in 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 history, and and that brings us back, Dave, to the solutions. What you're doing, you you mentioned communication at the top of the program. It is extremely important, and I agree with the assessment of what your guest was. I forgot his name, but John Moore was that it? Yeah, um, about John Moore, ex Green Beret, yeah. exactly. You you cannot underemphasize communication. You cannot do it. Being alone with no one that's in your circle of friends to be able to talk to or assist or share needs is going to be a horror for people. And that's the word to use, a horror, because they're going to be wondering, what, what's of my wife? What's of my children? How can I contact my friends? Are they in need? I need help. I can't reach anybody. Um, we take communication so for granted in this country. When, when that happens, people are going to lose their minds. And I and I say that because again, going back to Romans one, national insanity. It says he gives them over to a depraved mind. He abandons their the ability to think logically, and we see that being incorporated into the United States today through the perversion, through the drug addiction, and all these other things. People have lost their ability to think clearly and rationally. They just can't do it anymore. And when you add the stress of um, you know what is coming, the the collapse of the economy, the collapse of the food industry. The, the collapse of communication, collapse of electricity, when you see all these things start to happen and people haven't prepared for it, Dave, the non-prepared, they won't be able to handle it. And that's why I encourage people, first and foremost, uh, find the secret place of the Most High, abide under His shadow, and when you do that, then get your family ready because there will be nothing worse than fathers. I would have, I should have, I could have, and then seeing their children, their grand grandchildren going in hunger. Well, I, I totally agree with you, but um, the one thing that I'm wondering out loud is what way will the military go when things begin to fragment? Because here's what I honestly believe. There are two real pressure points in the world right now, and this can change. And I wrote this in the area, but it could change. But one is Taiwan, and I believe the Chinese will take advantage of any distraction they feel that will tie down the American military here. So whether it's domestic insurrection uh, Antifa goes nuts. Uh, this Derek Chauvin uh, officer in Minneapolis is acquitted, and I'm telling you, that's a real possibility. I've talked Dave, to Dave. I have that right on my notes right now. Yeah. Do, okay. Because okay. So 
if we get tied down with these kind of uh, L.A. riots nationally, 1992 revisited in all 50 states, if that happens, the Chinese will move on Taiwan. I believe that. But also, I believe the Russians will move on Ukraine. So you got two pressure points right there. By the way, um, I have and this. And Dave, for... let me interject something. The Chinese and Iranians have just made a huge multi-decade deal involving billions and billions of dollars. Um, you know, sharing of technology, weapons, all these things. And don't be surprised if Iran gets a little bit more adventuresome towards other countries in the Middle East, maybe Saudi Arabia, maybe the uh, uh, Israel. Israel. Yeah, but, but again, the Saudis and the Iranians hate each other too. That's true. So, but I, um, I wanted to finish the point here, though. Biden is unavailable to foreign leaders right now. And I understand Putin has desperately been trying to get a hold of him. And this is from an inside source, and I believe this. Biden is not answering the red phone. Well, since 2015, the globalists have used people like Obama to try to start a war with Syria so they could kick off a war with Russia, bringing in their big ally. And, uh, and, and I have a theory, and I want to get your reaction to this. I think the globalists want the U.S. and Russia perhaps to fight first because they're both obstacles to the New World Order and they can take each other down a rung, and that will elevate China as clearly and unarguably the number one military force in the world. What do you think? Well, let's look at history, Dave. Would Hitler have won World War II if he hadn't gone into Russia? Uh, he might have. Um, he might have, yeah. yeah. He, yeah well, he, 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 he could have definitely solidified his base on the European continent, got, gotten the oil fields in the Middle East, and if he had just done that, his chances of... of, of global hegemony would have been far greater than if he'd gone in to Russia. So he, fighting that three-front war drained his resources to where he could not fight any battle effectively. I mean, they were, the military was robbing from Peter to pay Paul. They, you know, Stuff had to go into the eastern front of Russia, but yet th that was leaving the, the western front uh, against the Allies woefully on, on a bill uh, in, with the inability to protect against you know the U.S. entering in the war. And then at the same time, he couldn't protect the flow of oil out of the Middle East to his military, which needed. Same thing happened in Japan. If you look at Japan, we cut off the the um, uh, you know the um, eastern Solomons and all those where they were getting their oil from. And when we did that, Japan fell from within because they got too adventuresome. They were trying to fight too big a war too fast. And so, I mean, these are the lessons of history. This this isn't this isn't crystal ball stuff. These are the lessons of history, Dave. You know, so the Chinese, yeah, they would love for us to fight the Russians so that we spend a large portion of the capital of the U.S. military fighting the Russians wherever we fight them. And then the Chinese see that as our inability to fight that multi-front war. And then, you know, they move on to Taiwan. We have the, the inability to do so, just like as it was in World War II. You know, it, Roosevelt made it very clear that we're going to first go into Europe and then eventually deal with Asia. Um, that could be our, <coughs> excuse me, our policy, that we first have to deal with the Russians, and then we'll move into Asia. But we'll be too weakened at that point because we don't have the industrial base in the United States anymore, and we just see – Automotive, you know, was it which uh, was it Ford now moving its plant out of Ohio into Mexico because the, the tax increase is coming? So we're losing this industrial base, the ability to produce the armaments of war in the United States. 
um, and it's going south or wherever it's going, and we will face the same thing but much worse than the, the Japanese faced fighting in the Pacific theater and you know Hitler faced fighting in the East and West at the same time. We won't be able to do it. And those are lessons of history. Well, we have I'm not exported, making this stuff up. It's history. Bob, we have uh, exported our, our weapons uh, in terms of uh, manufacturing. In other words, our, our peacetime to wartime conversion of factories is largely gone and it came back to some degree under Trump because the taxation policies that tied more corporations to America have helped. But right now, it's reversing, and, and we're seeing major shifts and planned shifts, like with the auto industry that would make tanks. Uh, they're, they're going to Mexico. They're going to the Pacific Rim. And if they go to the Pacific Rim, they are worthless to us in times of war. See, and keep in mind, Dave, that in World War II, it took yeah. us about six months to retool the mil to retool private industry up to to military, and then it took about a year for that for all those hard goods to really make a difference. So from from 1940, you know, one, it was late 43 when we started really putting hard assets into the Pacific theater where we could fight the war effectively. Um, so we don't have that luxury anymore because war is not fought on year scale. These kind of wars are going to be fought uh, you know, in days, months scale. So we, we, when we shut down these plants, the time to take to retool them back up to be able to make the armaments of war, the war will be over by the time we tool up. Yeah. Uh, and, now, I want to finish the thought I started earlier with Ukraine, though, and Putin's inability to get a hold of Biden. What I am getting here is no one's calling Putin back. And I can tell you what he's saying, and, and I can tell you this without even being told, but here's what I was told, that uh, Putin wants to deliver the warning personally. One plane enters airspace into Ukraine or Russia, the submarines off our coast will nuke our east coast, and Washington and, and will And Ukraine will be has given permission for NATO forces to enter the airspace of the Ukrainian. Yeah, exactly. It, it's done. Each step of the way, Dave, yeah. again, we're heading towards this point where, you know, you and I are standing in front of a bunch of people. I push your shoulder, you push my shoulder. Which one's going to back down? Neither can afford to back down because who, who wants to be seen by all the girls and everybody else being the guy who backed down? It, that, I mean, it, it works the same way with nations as it does with people. You know, they get to the point they cannot be seen as backing down. And hopefully level heads can prevail and they can de-escalate. But World War One and World War Two. Were both fought, really, because they they didn't even need to be. World War One never needed to be fought. It, it was bullied into it. We stumbled into it. World War Two was fought because they didn't end World War One correctly. And now we're in, we're facing World War Three, and we've got bullies all over the planet pushing each other, daring each other. I dare you to step over that line. I dare you. And when they do. The guy who dared him to step over the line can't be seen going, you know, remember Barack Obama's red line in the sand, and he just, they stepped across it, and then Barack Obama's foreign policy was shot at that point because he just didn't back it up with, with effective, you know, uh, you know, force to enforce his policy. If you can't cross this line, uh, that's what they did to Hitler. Oh, I just want the Sudetenland, just the Rhineland, that's all, and I'll be fine. Chamberlain comes back, peace in our time, and then he goes into Poland. And he goes into France. I mean, you know, they backed down. And th th these people aren't going to back down. The Russians and Chinese will not back down. They can't. And, I, and Dave, this sounds, this sounds draconian and apocalyptic, I understand. But uh, if you're, if you're non-prepared spiritually, if you're non-prepared 
physically, um, this is going to be very hard on you. It's going to be very hard on everyone. Um, I know a lot of people that are very, very prepared, and it's still going to be hard seeing family members. I mean, Dave, I was riding with a police officer friend of mine one time, Mark, and I saw a husband and wife, a wife stab her husband in the back because he was in the corner smoking the last little bit of crack, and she wanted some of it, and he wouldn't share it with her, so she stabbed him in the back over a little piece of rock crack you know, they were smoking. Um, and imagine when that's food and the husband's eating the food and doesn't want to share it with a wife or kids and the kids are hungry and you know somebody's taking can you imagine that scenario Dave I, I don't want to sound like this I don't, I don't want to deliver this message I, I really don't but I just know the, the history of the world I know biblical history and I'm telling you the non-prepared are going to suffer and, and and if the Deagle report is even slightly close to in numbers, you can't deal with all all that dead, those dying and dead human beings. You well, the, the Deagle report. Them. Let's let, let's call it what it is, Bob. The Deagle report is CIA. You look at the partners in the Deagle report; they're all clearly CIA related. So the CIA believes this is going to happen, and people say, "Well, what does it say?" Well, 90% of us won't be here in America, but also uh, Britain suffers a similar fate. Our, our GDP is about 9% of what it was. Our military is almost non-existent in the Deagle Report, and that China and Russia are fully intact. Yeah, we've been eviscerated, and you know we, we've thrown our weight around the, the globe for every, dramatically since World War II, and a, a lot of people don't like us because of what we've done. The people that do like us, like us because we infuse vast sums of money into their economies, and that's what they like. But we see one by one, China's peeling them off. China peeled off the Iranians. You know, Russia's peeling off a lot of Europe, Germany. They're, they're just peeling them off. And to where we'll be sitting there with no allies to help us whatsoever, our economy will be shot. And then again, you know, our, our families have been destroyed. There's no, there's no family cohesiveness um, because, you know, the breakup of the family. We're going to have tens of, if not hundreds of thousands of uh, fighting age men addicted to, um, you know, opiates and benzodiazepines, um, Valium-type drugs. We're, we're going to see thousands and thousands of children that have been given puberty blockers that, you know, and, and you know, they're gender dysphoric that won't, they, they, they don't have the physical capability to fight. They don't have the mental capability to fight. All the while, I just read an article that the Chinese now are doubling down on their efforts to make men men. Did you see that article, Dave? They want to have men become manly. Um, what, and, what do you mean by that? Can, can you specifically? Well, I mean, you know, physically, yeah. physical prowess, strength, you know, stamina, the warrior fighting mentality. They're, 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 they are infusing their young people with that type of mentality. And we're infusing our young people with, well, you don't know what you are. I mean, we have a, a health and human secretary that wants to give puberty blockers to every child until they determine what sex they are because we can't tell the sex of a child um, at birth by looking at them. I mean, this is, this is, again, Romans 1 insanity. We've been given over to national insanity. So this is what the, the, gene, the gene pool and the pool of young men fighting for America would face, whereas in China and Russia, um, you know, the Russians like their alcohol. But, uh, you, you know, nothing compared to what the drugs are doing to the people of the United States and the Chinese 
which are you know boast hundreds of millions of people being out of fight in their army. Um, I mean, they would just be a, like a swarm of locusts moving across the planet. I mean, they could effectively lose the 350 million people that we have in the United States. They could effectively lose that many people in China and still be able to fight a war. Well, that's why you got to take out the Three Gorges Dam, which I'm convinced Biden would never allow that to happen. No. Um, wouldn't happen. Maybe Mother Nature will take it out. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's, it, I mean, we are fighting an adversary right now. I mean, uh, China's building 60 coal-fired uh, power plants right now, 90 more on the drawing board. What, what about the Paris Climate well, well, wait a minute. What about the Paris Climate Accords here? Gee, China doesn't play by the same rules that we're going to be made to play by? They never play by the same rules. I mean, their, their philosophy is what's mine is mine, is one, and what is yours is negotiable. That um, they don't. They, I mean, if you ever read the history of how the Japanese were negotiating pre World War II, all they would do is, you know, our government would give, you know, conditions of what we needed, ways to negotiate through to peace, you know, opening up trade, all this. And the Chinese would, I mean, the Japanese just kept giving us back, you know, more and more blocking techniques. They just, they, they, while well, they were getting all their assets into place. And once their assets were into place and they had everything where they wanted it, Boy, then they launched, and they 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 just struck like a uh, you know a crouching tiger, um, and that's what Russia and China are both doing right now. I mean, Russia's developed asymmetrical weapons that have the capability of blocking you know our ability you know our carriers you know hypersonic you know torpedoes things of that nature, um, and they wouldn't I don't think they'd be beyond using uh, tactical nuclear weapons on our carrier groups, which would be very difficult to defend against, and, and even if they didn't hit direct hit, the radioactive material would contaminate those ships to be, they would be unusable. Um, it, could, it could really turn nasty very quickly, and then the Chinese have proven they'll do anything. I mean, I mean, good grief, they, you know, body harvest their own uh, people just to get an organ out of them. Um, you know, they just, they, they kill people. I mean, you read these prison camps of where Muslims are at and other people, other ethnic groups in China, raping them, just it horrors beyond horrors closing down the christian churches imprisoning pastors no human rights whatsoever they don't recognize human rights they don't think like we do and that's where you know most americans think let's play fair and we'll you know we'll, we'll work they don't play fair hitler didn't play fair stalin didn't play fair and if you expect these people to play fair you've already lost the war <laughs> well that's true and speaking of the war when they come here, they being the Chinese, they will kill every command officer in the military and a good portion of the military. So why isn't the military rising up against Biden, who's clearly a traitor? Dave, it goes back to, to Romans 1. We've been given over to national insanity. I mean, we cannot discount that. I, I mean, I, a man who thinks he's a woman is no different than a man who thinks he's a potato chip. Uh, it, I'm sorry, but it's science is science. It proves it. You can. It, it, there's so many empirical data points to prove it. That you know, it's deception. It's it's a depraved mind, and it's not only in the area of sexuality. It's in the area of all things. We're giving over to insanity. We think we can spend tens of trillions of dollars that we don't have, and somehow it'll keep going on. That's insanity. No, no, no much more than if I thought, well, I'm just going to go out and take my credit card. Mortgage my house, take my credit cards, max them out, mortgage everything I own, just go on a wild spending spree, but it's never going to catch up with me. 
I mean, that's insanity to think that way on a personal level. But our government just keeps dumping trillions and trillions of dollars into the economy that they think they can continue it. We keep educating children to be Marxist. We think we can continue it. We keep medicating people out of their minds. We think we can continue it. We break up the family so these children don't have any active mother or father effectively. We think we can continue it, and we can't. History teaches us we can't, and it's clear in history we can't. So if you're non-prepared with food, water, the ability to make some electricity via solar, if, if you don't have any medical supplies in your home, you know, Imodium for diarrhea, you know, uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen, hydrocortisone, antiseptic creams, just stuff you can buy over the counter. You're going to be unprepared. You're going to be unprepared to see the hunger and okay, the death. Okay, but back to my original question. Just out of self-preservation, wouldn't you expect the military command to rise up against what's going on? Insane people, insane entities don't think clearly, Dave. And That's think, my point. you think the insanity has come to the military? I mean, obviously it is. They're not worried about fighting a war. They're worried about fighting the woke battle. That's true. That's a very, very good point. That's a very, very good point. Bob, we got about a minute left, and I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about ready-made resources because you're fighting the war on the preparation front. So tell people about what you do. Well, first of all, I, I, as a Christian, I would encourage anyone who wants to call, I'll, I'll you know, pray with you, I'll do whatever, to, to make your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ stronger, to share the gospel with you. Uh, but on the second hand, I, I do. I, I, I sell materials that I think will help the average family prepare, night vision, night vision being one of them. I'm telling you right now, Dave, because we have so many suppliers for it, I'm able to get units that are taking five to six months for other people to get. We have units in stock right now. And it's an expensive item, and most people shy away from it because it's expensive. But nothing will give you the advantage as communication, which we mentioned earlier, and night vision because bad people do bad things at night. And should um, you know, this George Floyd thing um, go to where the, you know, he's, he's acquitted, um, you're going to need night vision if you live in a city. I mean, good grief. These, it's going to be a nationwide burn fest. And it'd be a nationwide violence fest against people. L.A. LA riots on steroids in all 50 in, throughout states. Throughout the United States. In all 50 states. states. Yeah. And they have Antifa and Black Lives Matter to carry the violence, which was not present in 1992. Precisely. So, um, you know, food, water, get that in your home right now. The non-prepared are going to watch, watch their, you know, their, their lack of preparations are going to come back yeah. and the grief that's going to be in their heart that they didn't do it is going to be unimaginable and the inability to protect your family bob and i gotta, gotta interrupt you here real quick because if i don't you're not gonna have time give out your contact information we got okay. 10 seconds uh 800-627-3809 800-627-3809 call me if you have questions on developing a plan that will help your family survive i'll be glad to spend the time talking okay. with you and with that, we've got to sign off. Bob, thanks for a great report, and uh, we look forward to the next time you're on the air. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.